people, welcome back to another of the Arsenio Buck Show podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. And you know what, man? Today I'm going to talk about, well, how to stop worrying and not start living. Not start living just yet, but how to stop worrying. Guys, how did I break down a very, very worrisome time that has just happened over the past few days from Monday to Wednesday? Well, you know what, guys? Let me tell you the situation. So, visa situation out here in Thailand is very odd. Okay, let's just put it this way. There's there are certain stipulations that you need in order for you to stay here and to work as a teacher. Correct. Now, the reason why I've put it off for so long is because I don't feel like paying a lump sum to an agency when my job could actually just pay for it. Right. Um, If this guy could just do all the necessary paperwork, I wouldn't have to pay five times the the amount, uh, you know, for an agency. But because he doesn't want to, because he's, uh, I, I guess he just lacks competency. Uh, I guess he just wants to like give it over and delegate it to someone else to do it, which is fine. But the thing is, if I pay, I want to make sure I go over everything in terms of the contract. Meaning, I want those guaranteed only twenty hours a week, and that's all. Okay. So basically, it kind of revolves around like it. It kind of goes around like this. It kind of goes like this. Well, you know what? I came into the airport, right? And for some reason, I was dreading it. Here I am on this beautiful Cathay Pacific flight. I'm listening to Creed. I'm writing down things on my uh, my MacBook. Um, I have orange juice over here. My phone is charging. It's just amazing. And this is just economy. The A350 is unbelievable beyond belief, right? But you know what? I still had a really, really bad feeling about landing in Bangkok. So, of course, we finally landed. It was really odd because, the you know, the skies were pretty clear. And we landed, and it was really, really close to the immigration hall, so I didn't have to travel that long. I stood in line, but you know what? While I was in line, I looked over to my right, and the line was short over there. So I went under. Rather than actually pulling up that little elastic band, I went under it. Boom! My pants ripped. And so you guys probably heard this on uh, what is it? On a couple of other my last podcasts and whatnot. But I went to the other line, and once I went to the other line. Of course, I got stopped by this immigration officer. He's like, what do you do here? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I'm going to be getting my visa next week. And so he called over a woman, and I'm like, what? Really? You guys are going to treat me like an African here? That's fucked up. And then this lady was just looking at me, just profiling me. I was just looking at her like, don't you dare look at me like that. You better respect that passport. And so it was just ridiculous. So next thing you know, this other lady takes me. She was very nice. The other one was just an asshole obviously. Uh, and so she takes me over. She's like, what do you do? Where do you work? Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, do you, would you like to talk to my boss? And so I had them call the main, uh, what is it? The couple of girls that I actually work with. But then she was like, oh no, you can't. Um, well, they were like, oh, they said they're busy. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, here, just call the main guy. And so I called the main guy. They talked to him. She sat me down. She was like, yeah. So the reason why they stop you is because you come in and out too much and for your safety and what I'm telling you is just to get your, your visa as quick as possible because they're they're stopping a lot of people and, you know, all that other stuff. I was like, okay, whatever, whatever, all right? Let me just hurry up and get it. So she put all this BS into the system. Who knows? But she was very nice at the same time. Uh, we had some chats about a couple of things and, you know, I saw another Chinese guy who didn't speak English, and he was there, and they were, like, tuss- you know, like, messing with him and whatnot, but the thing, it, was, it wasn't just black folks, okay, there were a couple of white folks, there was another white guy that was younger, so I'm not gonna call out racism, because I was the only black guy out of it about six p- 
people, right? So, if anything, the white folks would have to say it's more racist to them than it was for me. But honestly, yes, they had every right in the world to pull me aside. Whose fault was it? 100% accountable, me. So, now I'm in a degree of worry. Now I went to sleep on a conscious knowing that, oh my god, what's going on? I can't believe I got stopped. Let me hurry up and get all this stuff done. So what did I do immediately to banish some of the worry? I contact the visa agency. Hey, let's hurry up and get this. She's like, okay, I need an email from your boss. I'm like, okay. So I called him. I said, hey, email her. Okay. And then after that, probably a day later, she said, I got the email. I got the clarification. You're ready to go. So me on my end, the most difficult part is what I just did yesterday, which was a breeze. And I'm going to get into that. But she emailed me yesterday morning. She's like, hey, look, you only have a transit visa. You can only extend a transit visa for seven days. I was like, what? Why would she give me a transit visa at the main visa place? That doesn't make any sense. She's like, yeah, you can only extend it for seven days. And then I realized it. And, 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 and just hear me out here. Then I'm like, oh, my God. So what am I going to do? I'm going to have to go to another place and do this and do that. So I decided to uh, contact a visa uh, agency, which still hasn't got back in contact with me. But I got very, very lucky because then I'm like, okay. Here we go. Let me just get this process done on my end. Don't worry about all the other necessary stuff that's going to happen down the line. Because without, with all proper documentation, it doesn't matter. If they say, hey, you know, you just went out and I'm be like, here's all the paperwork. I'm going to Changwantana tomorrow. Would you like to talk to my agency? They're going to be like, oh, okay. You do got everything. All right, cool. But this is what happened yesterday. So how to banish where, you know what, I just took a couple of steps back. In the morning, I did my meditation. I said, okay, Arsenio, this is going to be a great day. Declare it to yourself. It's going to be a great day. Absolutely. It's going to be a wonderful day. And I had to declare it because, goddamn, I was worried out of my ass. Why? Because of what if, right? And so the lady contacted me, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe we might not be able to get it extend for only seven days. That doesn't make sense, this and that. And so I thought about it, and I said, Arsenio, just get on with your day. So first thing first, first stop, I had to hurry up and meet, of course, my boss. He scanned a couple of things. I made a bunch of copies. Okay, all right, see you later. As I was walking out of that place at around 12 p.m., I saw a girl standing there. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. She looks very familiar. And I looked at her some more, so I inadvertently ran into her. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. And she looked at me, and she smiled. I said, Alisa, you son of a bitch. I said, where the hell you been? I thought this girl got lost out there in Sri Lanka, India. You know what I'm saying? And next thing I know, um, she ended, you know, I gave, you know, I gave her a hug. She was like, hey, yeah, I did this. I want to move to the UK and all this. It was just a wonderful conversation. Nonetheless, I gave her a hug and I went on about my business, went to the United States Embassy, okay? So here I am waiting outside the security in the box outside my embassy. They're very nice. And you know what I love the most? Seeing all those students look at me. That's right. All the university students who were standing there, they were looking at me. And I was like, yep, I'm an American. I'm, I'm an American. I'm an American. I'm an American. I'm an American. And then they started seeing all these Mexican Americans, you know the you know the ones with the Indian heritage, the ones with the African heritage, ones that are darker than me, lighter than me. Who cares? But America, we are all we are all different kinds of colors with all different types of heritages, but we are classified as an American. So standing out there, I'm like, yeah, I feel good, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> because they have to wait in a very, very long line. Me, I'm just like, whatever. So I got my thing. He said, okay, wait in that line. They told me to come in. They told me, oh, cell phone, all that stuff. Check in. The guy over there, he started speaking Thai inside the embassy. The students started laughing. I started laughing. Who cares? I hurry up and went inside because I knew I was going to be the first one. It was right after lunch, 1 p.m., guys. Golden time. You always want to be the number one because if you're like number like 2 p.m. or 3 p.m., you're backed up with everyone else before you. So I got in. The lady at the, the front, I was like, hey, so where do I sign? She's like, yeah, just sign right there, your name. Okay, yep, perfect. Okay, thank you. She was the sweetest lady, lady ever. Now, normally when I go to the cashier, he – I'm sorry. She is a complete douchebag. This time, it was a it was a gentleman who, who – I'm just saying he – well, it doesn't really matter, but I think he was a little bit on the flamboyant side, you know? He's a little bit gay, but they are the nicest people, and this is why I like it. Because he's like, good morning, sir. How are you doing today? Boom! That is American etiquette! The last time I went up to the other Thai woman, she just didn't say a damn word, and she threw my money down. When They got her sorry ass up out of there because she wasn't given that American etiquette. Oh my god, when I heard him, that is beautiful. And that's what's so great about USA or the USA Embassy because they teach American etiquette to Thai people who aren't necessarily accustomed to American etiquette. So me, I'm just like, man, thank you so much, sir. He's like, yeah, you too. Have a good day. God damn it, that's what we say in America. You know, this is what I miss so much. I know some of you out there right now are like, what the hell? I hear that every day. Boy, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. That's a beautiful thing. That's communication. You know what I mean? And I, that's another human being communicating with another human being who doesn't really know the other human being. That's how beautiful it is. So I wouldn't say I'm so out of touch with reality, but now I'm just grateful for everything around me. So I wait for up to about 30 minutes, and I'm like, oh, my God. And me, I'm just like trembling. My, my right knee is just like boom, 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 because I'm like, okay, I have to go to the other side of town and hurry up submit this document or I'm going to have to like cancel my class tomorrow and go from there all the way to here and there. No, I can't do this. This is horrible. But then I said, okay, Arsenio, take a step back. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And so I said, all right, this is what we're going to do. <sighs> boom. My number was called. Number 401. Woo. Went to the window. And she's like, hello, sir, how you doing? It's a big woman. I forgot her name. I think I have her name somewhere around here. It was on the document I had to submit. But she was wonderful. She's like, so what do you need this for? I was like, yeah, the immigration. You know how that is. And, you know, we started laughing. And the next thing you know, uh, some guy said something behind me. And the lady looked, and she's like, I heard that. And it was a joke. And I was like, I didn't hear anything. I'm sorry. And so... <laughs> It was just all fun. And so I held my hand up. She's like, da-da-da-da-da. And I said, yeah. She's like, okay, here you go. Have a wonderful day, sir. I said, wonderful. I said bye to a couple of other guys in there because they all Americans up in there. You know what I'm saying? And so I hurry up and make a run for it. I go outside the embassy. I'm like, dude, I need a motorcycle to get to the SkyTrain so I can hurry up and get over there, take a taxi, and then get another motorcycle to get to the place I need to go. It's 1.30. This place closes at 3.30. Um, if I actually look it up right now, it's about maybe 20 miles away, but the thing is 20 miles away in Thailand is like 200 miles. All right. You need to be very quick with it. So I said, okay, found a motorcycle guy said, how much to this place over here? He said 30 baht. I said, deal. He took me there real quick. I saw a car driving on the opposite side of the road. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. People want to die out here. So I got to the BTS, hurry up, ran up. I had to wait for it because uh, the, the, the SkyTrain stupid. The BTS is the SkyTrain, people. So it hurry up and zoomed all the way down. I got to the end of that line, just shy of 2 p.m. I said, hour and a half. 
I said, I can't take a van. A van's going to stop everywhere. It's going to get held up in traffic. No, I got to take a taxi. Took a taxi. It was only about $3. Got to hurry up and do what you got to do. If you want to submit shit and get shit done, you got to do what you got to do and pay a little bit extra. But $3 ain't a goddamn thing. I know a lot of Americans out there is like, $3, man, what the hell are you crying about? I'm just saying, $3 out here, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really matter. But I hurry up and got dropped off. I said, tip on you. He said, thank you very much. I said, peace. Train came. Police looking at me. I'm like, I need this train to hurry up and go by because I'm trying to get somewhere. Now, guys, get this. I love Thailand. I'm running this taxi, this, they call them the wind motorcycle, they have the orange jackets, right, they look behind, you know, if you don't get one from an exact spot, they end up ripping you off, this one, he stopped a couple times, so I went up to him, and I said, bye, bye, uh, uh, he said, oh, uh, immigration, immigration, I said, no, not immigration, read this, he didn't want to read it, I said, ooh, what's he trying to do? And then I thought he was trying to say seep high, which means 15 baht. And then he was like, ha seep. And then he said, hoax seep. So ha seep is 50 baht. Hoax seep is 60 baht. For, to go one, to go literally 800 meters down the road, you're going to charge me that much? Fuck you. And I said, no, thank you. And so I went to another guy. He charged me half the price. Why? Because he was actually at a stand. If you get these motorcycle guys that are on the go on the main road, they're going to fuck you any way they can. Excuse my French. But if you get the guys that are at a proper stand and aligned with everyone else, they're not going to do you dirty. I said, sir, I'm going here. He said, yeah. I said, how much? He said, 30. I said, deal. He took me there. I ran up them steps like a goddamn boy. I'm telling you, I knew exactly where to go because when I ran into this place, I have to get this stupid stamp from like a Thai consular, right? So I go inside. I jet up those steps. I pass by everyone. I jet up the other steps. I jet up the other steps. Boom. I see the line. There is no line. Guys, I went to the line. I held my hand up like I was a victor. And I said, okay, Arsenio, this is the last step. Let's just hope they they take my document, they accept my document, and then all is going to be finished. And sure enough, it was. I went to these two young people. I said, hello, cop. Uh, here you go. Do you need a copy, a copy, a copy, this, that, this, that? She's like, good. I was like, hey. And I knew it was going to be accepted. So I was like, hey, can I get express? She was like, no, cannot. <laughs> I don't know. Thai people are so funny. I love, I love like, you know, reiterating what they say. No, cannot. <laughs> I'm like, okay, calm your mother's, your stupid ass. Down. I said, why can't? Why, why not? She's like, oh, you have to come in the morning. I said, cool. When can I get this delivered? She's like, Tuesday. I said, okay, well, whatever. Can't get shit done anyways because there's a big coronation that's happening this weekend. So it's going to be postponed, but just a few days. It's all good. And so I, uh, I had to wait for my number. My number was like 40, 40 steps behind, but that doesn't even matter. I got all the necessary documents done in one day. This was a massive success. If I, boy, I was so happy. I was sitting down just cheesing and everything. You know, when the numbers hurry up went by, I had to write everything down, yada, yada, yada. And I hurry up and paid, and then that was it. So I went downstairs, and next thing you know, I'm in 7-Eleven. Because I am thirsty as hell. So I went in there, and if I hadn't gone in 7-Eleven, I probably wouldn't have seen this guy. So I went in there, and then, of course, I talked to you guys yesterday about seeing Adrian, the Ugandan teacher. He was in 7-Eleven. So here I am having a chat with him and whatnot. And guys, in an instant, I cross the road over the footbridge. I see a wind motorcycle. He said, hello! And wind motorcycle is a motorcycle taxi. This is probably the only country that has it, maybe a few others. 
And I was like, uh, IT Square, uh, keep on the cop. How much is it to go to IT Square, which is a massive building? He said 30 baht. I said, deal! Let's go! And so I hurry up and got there. At IT Square is this big, beautiful structure. Another one called the BTS, but it's not in service until next year. In the perfect world, guys, if this was next year, I would be able to go, to go to, from that IT Square to take a SkyTrain to one of the biggest, well, actually the biggest Southeast Asian uh, train station that they're currently building that's going to finish next year. And then from there, I would be able to take another line, only six stations to this station that's right outside my condo, very, very close to it. From there, I could take a quick bus or I could take that to another station, another station right on over to like connect a couple of times, which is really easy. But in a perfect world, I would have been able to get home maybe in 40 minutes. But this one, I when I got to IT Square, I had to cross over the bridge, okay? I had to take a taxi. All right, take a taxi to this station. This station is going to take about 25 minutes to get into the city center. City center, I hurry up, and I had to get some Taco Bell. I was hungry as hell. And then next, you know, there's this, this Thai student, right? She's at the university because they wear these short skirts. But they throw me off because I never know the competency level of them. So I accidentally ran into her, and she said, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Perfect English. I'm like, what the fuck? How do they – I don't know who is who because some one university student might not even know how to say hello. This one speaks perfect English. The extremes out here are insane. So I got my Taco Bell and next thing you know, I bought some water and I came home. And guys, that was the end. I literally, but the night, the day before, you should have saw me. On Tuesday, you should have saw me. On Monday night, you should have saw me. I was just sitting there like, what am I going to do? Feeling down, feeling depressed because I'm like, damn. This really sucks. How am I going to get everything done? This is this. This is that. No longer. Everything that I used to worry about, all that money, all that, all that bullshit, it was gone. I was like, dude, I need to hurry up and get these documents submitted ASAP. So yesterday uh, – well, actually, you guys are hearing this on a Saturday. But on Thursday, that was the most significant step forward. In one day, I got everything done. So now – all I have to do is send this to her. She's going to contact me when she gets a letter. Then that's it. I'm just going to get the visa, the work, all that stuff, and we're finished. All that worry will be banished. I will not have to take these small trips anymore either. I could finally go on my big trips to the countries I've always wanted to go to. I could go to the Fijis, the Egypts, the Mongolia, the, Ka the Kazakhstan. And so now, in the blink of an eye, guys, what I'm trying to tell you is action. Whatever you're worried about, Ask the right question. If you're worried about money, say, how can I make more money? Figure out a couple of ways that you can make more money and then put it into action. Don't sit there and feel sorry for yourself and talk about it to other people who don't really give a damn. Hurry up and put action. When I got stopped at immigration, do you know how scared I was? I thought they weren't going to let me in the country and say, go back to America. I'm like, uh, y'all going to pay for it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how critical that moment was, and especially for my, you know, my boss to actually pick up the phone and talk to them and say, yeah, it's all good. We're getting this thing right now. <sighs> Can you imagine how worried one would be and getting all that necessary documentation and doing this and doing that and making sure and looking at this paper and saying, oh, my God, that's with the old passport. I need the new passport. OK, I need to do this. I need to do that. I mean, that's how difficult it was. But now I've gotten all of that out of my hands. I have nothing to worry about anymore. There are only a couple of things I need to get. Some photos and a medical certificate indicating that I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have this. That's all I have to do. And that's for the, that's like, that's like for the second stage. That's not going to happen for three, four weeks. 
but I could get it done right now, but it doesn't really matter. All the necessary documentation that we need ASAP is done. That's how I banish worry. Action. Putting everything down. Okay, Arsenio, don't worry about that little stupid stuff. What can you do right now? I need to get this at 1 p.m., and then I need to shoot over to the other side of town. But part of me was saying, no, you could just do it Friday morning. No, I'm going to do it today because I don't want to worry about Friday morning. I don't want to stand in those long gas lines. I want to get everything today. And so I did. So, guys, just like that, man, this is how I hurry up and get stuff done because I wasn't myself the past three, four days. You should see my Instagram. I wasn't posting a damn thing. I wasn't posting videos. I was out of it. I didn't have my energy. I didn't have sleep. I didn't have this because I was worrying my head off. And then finally yesterday, I banished all worry. Or Thursday, I banished all worry. So when you're worried, guys, see what you can do to get out of it by doing action. That's what you have to do. So, guys, with that being said, take that actionable step with you. And as always, I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Stay tuned for more. Maybe we got Stephen Covey coming back up tomorrow. Over and out.